live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Welcome to Live from America, baby. You're watching LFA TV, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from this beautiful granite, live free or die state of New Hampshire, and it's a pleasure and an honor to be here with my boy, producer Eli, every single day. God bless you guys, and thank you very much for being here. It's our blessing. It's our honor. To be able to do this show for you guys so thank you please share the video on your way in and if you're watching anywhere else please come to rumble.com slash lfa tv give us a rumble grab the link share the link get it out there true social telegram facebook getter gab wherever it is that you have a social media presence we would appreciate the shares because guess what we have about four thousand people watch live on rumble alone and that means if we had four thousand shares we would have twelve thousand people watching and we would absolutely crush it and get out the actual truth about what's going on here in America because there is a lot. Now, I know that alternative media is what people call us. I heard that alternative media is just filled with a bunch of right-wing, white nationalist, racist conspiracy theorists who just try to make a dollar by giving you misinformation and disinformation and playing on your emotions. Never mind the fact that we, in the alternative media spectrum, uh, give the facts. Never mind the fact that we lay out the receipts. None of that matters because of the fact that we are not labeled mainstream media, well, then people just look at us as, fortune tellers who are trying to make a quick buck, and I believe they even call us paid triots, if you've ever heard that term before, paid triots. So I figured what I would do this morning is come on here, and I'd like to put up a side-by-side here. It's Yeah, there you go. Thank you to, the M- thank you to MCO2 Pro American. He's always posting some great stuff. But he put together a little montage on his Instagram page of Klaus Schwab, who is the... The, the guy who is the face of the World Economic Forum telling you exactly what they plan to do to your country and to our planet. It's not a conspiracy theory what we come on here and tell you about. When you hear Clay Clark or when you hear General Michael Flynn talk about the Great Reset, where do you think that we got that from? 
Where do you think that that rhetoric came from? Ladies and gentlemen, it came from the people that are promising to do it. It comes from the people in the World Health Organization. It comes from the people in the World Economic Forum that are telling you their plans at their little billionaire little meetings that they have about their plans to destroy your country, your dollar, your sovereignty, and take over. So I want to thank him again for putting this together. Let's go ahead and roll that. The future clip. is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. And you talk about the fourth industrial revolution, but the point about your fourth revolution is it's, it's happening and, you can't, and we can't stop it. Exactly. When we look at the tremendous challenge which we have uh, in creating this uh, great reset, uh, in creating this uh, great reset, we have to reinforce our resilience against a new virus possibly, or other risks which we have on the global agenda. Or other risks which we have on the global agenda. We know now uh, that um, the next crisis is already waiting for us around the corner. And it is the climate crisis. So people assume uh, we are just going back uh, to the good old world which we had um, and everything will be normal again in how we are used to now in the old fashion. This is, uh, let's say, fiction. It will not happen. History is truly at a turning point. Well, there you go. The future belongs to us. History is truly at a turning point. Uh, the fourth industrial revolution is coming, and you say there's no way to stop it. He says, exactly. It's up to us, the people in this room. We will create this new world order. You people that think that there's any pathway of going back to the way things were or the way things that uh, the, the way things were when you grew up in your country, the way the world was, uh, the way we viewed the world, the way we navigate through our lawmaking and, 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 and creating societies, all of that is gone. All of that's gone. And you're not going to hear this on Fox, MSNBC, CNN, all the ABC, CBS, because this is like the biggest news on the planet. This is one of the most evil plans on the planet. All that guy's missing is a tiny little mustache and a hat, and he's Hitler. That is the new world Hitler. That is the new age, modern day Adolf Hitler and the modern day Reich. And they call us conspiracy theorists and they call us racist white nationalist bigots because we stand up to that stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, do not forget to rumble and share. I've got a couple um, letters here that I would like to read that came in the mail. But before I do so, I would like to remind you guys that we now have a an LFA TV short clips page. So uh, I'm going to bring this up for you on the screen right here. There it is. That's what it looks like. So obviously we have LFA TV, right? But now we have LFA TV short clips. And the reason why here on Rumble is because we do not want to continue to overload our uh, show channel with short clips. It's just our page is being overloaded. We put out more live streams than anybody. So it's causing problems in our channel. So we have to constantly have the tech team fix it. So we have opened up our new short clip page. Okay, I'm going to have Eli take the clip, the link of this and not only put it in the live chat 
if you guys have profiles here on Rumble and you're in the live chat. And he's going to put it in the comment section below for those who have yet to create a Rumble page for whatever reason so that you guys can easily access this and follow this page so you can see all of our short clips, okay? Let me just read this real quick. I was supposed to read this on Rise Up last month, um, but I didn't get around to it, so I'd like to read it here. It says, The events and anxieties of 2023 are overwhelming. Many of us who have remained strong over the past couple years, your Rise Up show has come at a much-needed time, and your theme of peace is more relevant now than ever. I always appreciate feeling lifted up and encouraged, and I hope that you will strive to do this for your LFA family, even when it might be easier to rant and call people names. I want the truth, but I also need peace. And so doing, and so do you and your young listeners and new believers in Christ who look up to you as an example. God bless you in your, on your endeavor to share God's word, his peace, and his truth. Liz Bowman. Liz, I was supposed to read that on Rise Up last month, and I just want to say thank you very much. I want to say thank you very much for bringing things back into perspective, and you're right. Sometimes it is easier to rant and call people names when I could easily get the same message out by doing a different thing. Thank you for keeping me on the path. Thank you for keeping me honest. Thank you for being part of the LFA family and for being a donor. Also, here we go. Please pray for the Carroll family. My youngest uncle committed suicide. It's so tragic and so sad. This is Rev Dean, folks. Please especially pray for my 88-year-old father as this was very hard for him to process. My dad and I made final uh, burial arrangements and I am donating all of my uncle's furniture and clothing. Honestly, it's been a very stressful week. I don't wish these circumstances on anyone. There are four things people need to know. They are loved, Jesus loves them, they matter, and there is hope. No matter the circumstances, thank you all for praying. And uh, this is from Rev Dean, Rock and Rev. He's probably listening right now. And guys, I just want you to know that although that I don't read everything that you guys send on the air, my wife and I go through everything that you guys send. And, 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 and every time that there's a donation or somebody asks for prayers or there's a letter that comes in, uh, we try to stop immediately and pray for the bl for blessings over those people and over their families and uh, pray and, 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 and give thanks to God for using them to send us a donation as this entire thing that you're watching right now is still 65% viewer funded. So I just want to say that we appreciate all of you and we love all of you so, so very much, so very much. So thank you again. Uh, I'd like to go to the verse of the day today. It was a very, very powerful Rise Up show, as every show on Rise Up seems to be these days. And I titled it, No Excuses. You have the map and you have the instructions. So no excuses. And all those who watched Rise Up this morning, you guys know we're about to go where we're about to go with this. But let me get into it now. Verse of the day comes from Luke 3, 10 through 14. And it says, uh, and the crowds asked him, referring to John the Baptist, what then shall we do? And he answered them, whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none. And whoever has food is to do likewise. Tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, collect no more than you are authorized to do. Soldiers also asked him, John the Baptist, and what shall we do? And he said to them, do not extort money from anyone by threats 
or by false accusation and be content with your wages. This sounds all too familiar. How many times have your elders told you about something that would happen if you make the wrong decision? How many times have you been warned about something, but instead of heeding the advice, you would rather find out the hard way? Go ahead. It's okay. You can admit it. I'm guilty of it. Or how many times have you given someone advice in order to help them, but they ignore your advice and they ignore your instructions time and time again, but yet they still come back to you for advice? That has happened to me many times as well. Folks, the warning signs are always right out in the open. The direction that you need is always right under your nose. And the instructions to complete a task or to get you out of a rough or a bad situation are in your possession. Now that you have, now that we've established that, why do so many of us ignore it all and still make the wrong decision anyway? These people came to John the Baptist in the wilderness for a reason. Some came for curiosity. Some came to mock and make fun of him, but most came because their hearts told them to do so. God guided them to a man in the middle of nowhere in order to hear the good news and get them ready for the Messiah and to be part of a changing uh, world that would change forever. The Holy Spirit guided them to John the Baptist, where they then were able to ask questions about their lives and how they should act moving forward. And John gave them very precise Very simple instructions, at the same time as being humbled enough to reassure them that he was not the Messiah and that he isn't even fit to untie the sandals of the one to come. He gave these people valid instructions on how to conduct their everyday lives and themselves. They had a map, they had direction, and they had instructions. We today have the same thing without the persecution of believing in Jesus, at least not yet. So there is no excuse for us to remain an unbeliever or a skeptic. There's no excuse for sitting on the fence. There's no excuse for allowing yourself to be joyless, depressed, selfish, or afraid. There is love. There is acceptance and grace and mercy waiting for you to claim it freely. So can we do that today? Can we stop making excuses and start making a life worthy of putting a smile on God's holy face? I think we can. We have our answers, we have our roadmap, we have our instructions. Let's go to the word, Lord in prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name, we all pray, amen. I'm telling you guys, we have a strong family here, and there is acceptance and love and wide open arms for each and every one of you. We help as many people as we can out financially. We help as many people as we can spiritually, and um, we help as many people as we can out just by being there for the, to, to, to be a, a shoulder to lean on. And for that, I am thankful for all of you. We have 3,200 people watching. We've had a very hard time getting back to our 4,000. If we could all just do this moment right now, take this moment to share and press the like button, I'd appreciate it. Here we go. First slurp of today. Folks, they are getting massively desperate. The left is getting so desperate to cause civil unrest in our country, that by the end of this summer, thank you, Greg, God bless you, that by the end of this summer, from what I'm hearing, 
in inner circles, we are going to see the Summer of Love Part 2. They plan on causing mayhem in every single major Democrat-run city from here to Timbuktu by the end of this summer. Also, by the end of this summer, you will have one, if not two, additional indictments on Donald J. Trump. They are getting so desperate right now that they have legally, but illegally, opened up the southern border, left the northern border completely wide open, because they are going to try to get each and every illegal alien that's coming into our country to be one of two things, if not both. That means illegal voters, or that means military fighting aged men to literally cause mayhem in our streets. I titled today's show, We Are Ahead of Their Plans, because we know their plan. We know their plan to steal the votes. We know their plan to cause mayhem and, uh, and, 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 and up, uh, send our streets into chaos. We know all of their plans, and we know exactly how they're going to do it. So, the reason I'm saying that, prior to giving you this next story, is because if we as a country know what's going to happen and know their plans and we somehow allow them to do it, then we can no longer look at X, Y, and Z and say, that person is at fault. This person is at fault. Okay, something saying that there's, people are saying that there's something going on with the donations. It looks like some of your donations are doubling. I have put in a ticket to Rumble for that. If you donate and it somehow goes double than what you wanted to donate, Please reach out to support at rumble.com. They will refund you what you say that you did not donate. But in the meantime, maybe try donating just half the amount that you were going to donate. Okay. And we'll see if that helps or right, uh, right sizes the problem. Now, let me get to this story here because, um, ladies and gentlemen, the police yesterday and the secret service were met with a U-Haul truck that crashed into the barrier, a barrier near the White House. And it just so happened to have a Nazi flag inside of it. Do you, th- and by the way, the guy driving it was Hispanic. And looks to me like he was illegal. He doesn't even look like he knows what's going on. But let me get into the story and then let me show you some videos. And then let, let, let me ask you what you think. Because you people are not easily fooled. Police investigators pulled an apparent Nazi flag from a U-Haul truck that crashed into a barrier near the White House last night. Eyewitnesses said the truck was twice was driven twice into a barrier before stopping. The incident took place at the north side of Lafayette Park on 16th and H Street Northwest. Police laid out the flag on the sidewalk near the truck, apparently for the media to film it before folding it up and taking it away. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Every single time that there is an investigation in D.C., we cannot even get a smidgen of information because it's under investigation. Am I right? It's under investigation, Eli. Hey, can we ask you this question about this? We're Congress and we have oversight over your position. Sorry, it's under investigation. But we need to ask you about this because we have the right to know the, the, you know, the ins and outs of what's going on here for, you know, to, to make sure that our questioning in this congressional hearing under oath is proper. Can you give us some information? Sorry, it's under investigation. But yet they're going to pull out a Nazi flag from this U-Haul truck driven by an Indian foreigner and they're going to lay it out in the streets and they're going to say, hey, media, 
Quickly take pictures of this and video of this. Then we're going to fold it up. Then we're going to put it into evidence. It sounds to me like the investigation is already tarnished because of what they did. We know it's a false flag, but let's just play devil's advocate here for a minute. I hate that term, by the way. Let's just, let's just put shoes on the other foot. We'll, we'll say it that way. Let's put the shoes on the other foot. Let's say that the, this is really a thing, that an Indian immigrant decided to drive a U-Haul truck into barriers near the White House with a Nazi flag into it. Wouldn't you think that you would not want to compromise the integrity of the investigation, at least within the first 10 minutes? And that you would put that flag in some kind of an evidence bag and you'd take it back to headquarters, whether that be Secret Service or that, whether that be the Metro Police, and just kind of, you know, actually investigate before you put it out to the news. And then the proper thing would be, hey, here's what we found. Open it up to everybody. But I'll tell you what. There is no way in H-E double hockey sticks that there was a Nazi flag, okay, inside this U-Haul truck driven by an Indian immigrant, smashed into the White House. Um, And this was a real thing. It never would have happened. The driver was detained by Secret Service. There was no reported injuries. Several nearby buildings, including two hotels, the Hay Adams and the Sofidel, were evacuated as precaution, and a robot was sent in to expect the truck for explosives. So we have a possible, and I say this playing, you know, devil's advocate. We have a possible assassination attempt of the president of the United States, illegitimate or legitimate. And we're not going to treat this as such. We're just going to compromise the integrity of the investigation by putting this on the street. Come on, you guys. Are you serious here? Nick (laughs) Nick says Trump's fault. Isn't that incredible? There it is, folks, laid out on the ground for all of media to video and take a picture. But yeah, that's that's a possible assassination attempt on Joe Biden's life. So we've got some video footage here. Um, This is eight seconds. Uh, Yeah, let's just take it from the start of the video. Yeah, people can see this. There we go. Here's eight seconds taken. There's the truck smashing into the barricade, smashing into it again. Yeah trying to get through apparently with a Nazi flag. No bombs detected or anything like that, but a Nazi flag. Now, everybody in the world knows, if you're a Trump supporter, you hate that flag very, very much. You hate anything to do with Adolf Hitler or Nazis or anything like that. Uh, Here's another video. This is a 15-second video. I'll play it from the beginning here. This is a 15-second video. There you go. Oh, it doesn't want to play now? All right. Again, it's just another... It's just another... um, Another angle of the video. But ladies and gentlemen, if, if you don't think this is fake news, you, there, there might be something, there might be some screws loose up top. You know what I mean? I mean, this is, uh, this is worse than the Fed boys marching as if they were some kind of, uh, you know, elite Trump MAGA supporting unit. Check this out. Well, good evening. Right now I'm here at 16th Street Northwest and K Street right here. Come on service they have blocked off this intersection this isn't the only one come with me right over here you see this tape all the way leading from here to the white house you have street after street uh with 
yellow crime scene tape all around. Oh, you have no. Secret Service agents that have shut down. This is Black Lives Matter Plaza. Take <laughs> a walk with me right over here. And you see all these folks? They tell me that they were at the Hay Adams Hotel. Some of them are here because their kids are graduating from college or they're tourists that want to check out Lafayette Square and the White House. And then all of a sudden they were told by the Secret Service to immediately evacuate. So look, this is approximately, I'd say one, two, three blocks away. Look how far they had to evacuate. Right over here to 16th and K. I'm now joined by Brian Burke. Brian, your daughter just graduated from University of Maryland. You're here in town. You were in the Hay Adams. What's your reaction to all of this? It's a little crazy. Uh, got the whole family in town for graduation and get evacuated from the hotel and don't really have uh, too many options right now, so we're trying to hang tight, but kind of just so a little bit uh, put, put off right now as to what to do. And what were you told? Did the Secret Service tell you, hey, you got to leave the hotel? How did that all come about? They just said you had to leave the hotel. There's been an incident. That's it. All right. Thank you for joining us, Brian. Now, the incident Brian could be talking about, keep in mind, this is preliminary and it's still under investigation. As Jim Loke was telling you uh, that there was a U-Haul that crashed near the White House. That has been confirmed. However, they are investigating to see if that is somehow connected to the evacuations. Of course, here on News Fox 5, you don't assume anything unless you... Uh, we don't assume anything. No, we make up everything. We don't assume anything, but we make up everything. Folks, this is serious. It's not a joke. Another word for jokes is lies i do not lie therefore i do not joke <laughs> this is not a joke ladies and gentlemen they've got the streets all along black lives matter plaza completely barricaded off yellow tape everywhere caution 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 but yet let's compromise the integrity of the investigation of an apparent assassination temp attempt on joe biden by laying out the evidence on the street for the fake news to go and film. And so all the evacuees could see, look at what these white nationalist Trump supporters are up to now. Ladies and gentlemen, if that's not the biggest uh, false flag I've ever seen in my entire life, I don't know what is. It absolutely, it's funny that we can just call it out and smell it a mile away. You know what I mean? Let's go to the Rumble chat. Let's see what you guys are saying. It is funny that we can smell it coming a mile away. It's so easy to detect. Our BS meters are, are through the roof. Um, so, sounding off on all cylinders. Here we go. I smell BS, says LFA producer. DC needs to burn or flood. I think so. I think they're like Sodom and Gomorrah. I think you're right. Uh, I've been to the Hay Adams. Yep, I know right where that is. Um, all glory to God. <laughs> that's, a, that's the perfect, uh, perfect statement for today. Uh, they are shifty liars. Yes, they are. My stupid family believes that this was not, would not be true. We all knew that th this would be some kind of crap. Yep, we know it's coming. Their actions are so obvious. We don't fall for this anymore. The people are sick. It's the people's freaking street, said Marky. Clown show. We sniffed it a mile away. Reeks of a false flag. False flag. They just make up bull crap. Look how excited he is. I know he was so excited to, to, to I mean... Guys, this is incredible! BLM Plaza here with the largest U-Haul truck on planet Earth. I wonder what was in that U-Haul truck besides that one flag. You know what I mean? Anyway, moving on, folks. We've got to uh, dig into these corrupt agencies because they're all putting, they're all doing this. The FBI is involved in everything. So I got to give it to Jesse Waters. I saw a clip this morning on Instagram of Jesse Waters questioning James Comer yesterday, and he's like, look. All this is great. 
All these investigations that you and the oversight and the Judiciary Committee are doing is great. The Weaponization Committee, it's great. All these investigations are awesome. We need them. It's exactly what the American people need to see. But now that we've got the Durham report out, which was a report that was done officially within the DOJ of how corrupt the DOJ and the FBI and the Clintons and everybody are, now that we know this to be true, why can't we do something about it? I love Jesse's line of questioning to James Comer um, in that interview last night. He's like, who's going to do something about it? What's next? What are you going to do next? Stop telling us you're going to investigate. What are you going to do next? And James is like, look, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. But the key factor here was defunding the FBI. Okay. Now we would need Senate Republicans to also defund the FBI. If Senate Republicans would say, hey, we're defunding the FBI in this next round of uh, budgets, then we would defund the FBI and we'd take their entire funding away from them. They would have no money. But Senate Republicans won't do that, says Comer. So what, do, what can we do in the House? What we can do in the House is we can hold everything hostage. We can literally hold no quorum. We can hold all budget, uh, uh, all budget spending, all budgets, all, any bill to pass. We can just hold it all hostage and say, we're not moving anything until we defund the FBI. Use it as leverage. Use the debt ceiling thing as leverage to defund the FBI, to get them to put these papers or these documents that, they're, that, that Comer is, is demanding and subpoenaing. Comer, Comer now has to wait, wait to go to court. Because the FBI is saying, we're not going to give these documents. Okay, if you're not going to give us the documents, now we have to go to court. And the court is going to be where? In D.C.? And they're going to side with the FBI? The FBI knows that they don't, they're not beholden to anybody. So, Kevin McCarthy, get your ASS in gear, okay? And start holding everything hostage and start putting the defund the FBI in the budget bills or use leverage in order to do it. it can, so many things could happen here. So many things could happen here. If Matt Gates, well, look, and if, and if they're not going to do it, then we need to 20 to hold them accountable. We've got to put pressure on Matt Gates. We've got to put pressure on, 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 on Byron Donalds. We've got to put pressure on these 20 to hold Kevin McCarthy accountable because the Speaker of the House has so much power here, so much power, and they are not exercising it. We have power to defund the FBI. We have power to get these documents that are being subpoenaed. But Kevin McCarthy has got to act. He's the third in line to the presidency. Do your damn job. Do your job. Folks, we have 3,500 people watching. Please continue to share and rumble this video. I want to play a quick video from um, Maria Bartiromo's Fox show. I hate showing Fox stuff, but sometimes some of the information that we need is only there. So I want to go and I want you to play what Jim Jordan said about defunding the FBI, but also about reopening the cases that the FBI closed into Hillary Clinton. I think that's a good idea, sir. Let's roll this clip. You bet, Maria. Good to be with you. What is going on with these whistleblowers? Tell us your takeaways from your committee hearing last week. Well, I think the big takeaway is, Maria, think about what we learned this week. The Durham report comes out and tells us that the FBI had no probable cause, no predicate, no evidence whatsoever, and yet they launch into an investigation of President Trump and his campaign. I think the Durham report's best line was, failed in their fundamental mission of fidelity to the law. They didn't follow the law. Then we learn from Fox reporting and other outlets reporting that 278,000 times the FBI abused Americans' rights who were, who were simply exercising their First Amendment liberties and searched the FISA database 
And then, of course, we had these whistleblowers who tell us about the retaliation they are getting from the FBI for simply telling Congress, which is what they're supposed to do as whistleblowers, telling Congress that the wrong the wrongdoing that was going on, telling Congress about parents being targeted for going to school bring board forward, meetings, telling Congress about they wanted that body, which stands for election every two years, to be the body closest to the people deciding how we spend the money. So we have to exercise our authority, the power of the purse, to limit what the federal government, what the FBI and the Justice Department are doing to the American people. So that appropriations process is underway now. When will we see a bill that actually uh, cuts back on funding for the FBI? Speaker McCarthy and Republicans are committed to doing all 12 appropriation bills that fund the government over the next several months. I think the first one will be coming out in a couple weeks. We've been meeting with the appropriation staff, our staff on Judiciary Committee, to work on how we can limit money, American tax dollars, being used in these ways and, and deal with the overall budget that the FBI and the DOJ is receiving. So that'll be happening. I think the first bill we're going to pass, first of, of those 12 appropriation bills, will be the week after we get back from the Memorial Day recess. But can you really change a culture when you've got the same leadership in place? I mean, let's face it, uh, under Jim Comey or under uh, Christopher Wray, uh, the FBI pursued a FISA warrants against Trump officials because they did not like Trump. We read it all in the Durham report, how they just abandoned all uh, standards uh, and practice. All right, we're going to cut that off because I don't want to keep it going. I don't like giving Fox airtime. I'll just tell you, I'll spare you the next three minutes. Uh, look, I like Jim Jordan, like people said in the chat. I do. Jim Jordan can't do anything alone. Uh, James Comer can't do anything alone. But the power of the uh, speakership is, is pretty immense. Speaker McCarthy could do so much for the January 6th prisoners. He could do so much to defund the FBI. Senate Republicans would have to go along with him. But you know people like uh, Mitt Romney and, 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 and Lady G, uh, uh, Lindsey Graham, they're not going to do anything. We've got to get these people on the same page. Trump has got to, you know what's got to happen? Trump has got to basically corral this Republican Party in and bring them and, and bring them into the fold and say, look, I'm the man. I'm the leader. This is going to happen. And if this doesn't happen, you're, you know what, is grass and you are out to pasture within months. Look, I wish I could do everything that I'm saying needs to be done. I really do. I really wish that I could take all of the bull, I could take the bull by the horns. I really do. But I can't, you can't, we can together. We can call, we can leave emails, we can go places, we can visit places, we can try to hold people accountable. But when it's all said and done, the speakership is the speakership. And that loser that's in the speaker's house, yes, he does some good things, but he does no good things unless it benefits him. Loser. Kevin McCarthy, you're a loser, do something. I'm a loser. Kevin McCarthy, you're a loser, do something. And we're going to follow that up with this. Kevin McCarthy, you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Kevin McCarthy, do something. Do anything. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a quick uh, break here. We're going to get into Chicago. Chicago is being overrun with illegals, just like New York. They're taking over hotels. They're taking over schools. They're taking over police stations. They're taking over everything. But I have to take at least three minutes here, two, three minutes, and give some love to our sponsors and our donors. And the first one here, this is actually not really a big sponsor, uh, but this is something that I truly, truly believe uh, in. And they gave us some dollars for CPAC when they sponsored us for CPAC. And, 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 and again, folks, I just, I just do this because I think spreading the word is good on this one. And that is JeremyForTrump.com. 
It's very easy. J-E-R-E-M-Y for Trump.com. Jeremy for Trump.com. And it takes you to the kid's guide to Donald Trump. And this is actually put together and written by Mike Huckabee. But really, it's an entire curriculum, like an entire school year's worth of curriculum about teaching your children about Donald Trump, his policies, and policies of other presidents that aligned with Donald Trump, like Ronald Reagan's, Abraham Lincoln's, George Washington's. You get a 30-day free trial. It's a free gift bundle for your children, and it's good for you, too. I tell you, I learned a lot through it. By going to JeremyForTrump.com, 30-day free trial. After that, you'll be charged, but you actually have a choice, I believe, in which curriculum you want to move forward with. It's quality education for kids, second to none. It is JeremyForTrump.com. If you've got kids or grandkids, they're not going to learn the stuff that they'll learn here uh, in school. So that's JeremyForTrump.com. And also, folks, another one of our wonderful longtime sponsors that has helped so many of our physically ill people here, and that is EnviroCleanse. The mineral technology, the space that this covers in your house, the fact that it's USA made, the fact that you could pay payments on it, and the fact that if you don't like it, you can return it for a full guarantee. It is the best air purifier in the game. It is EnviroCleanse. You can go to ekpure.com and use the promo code LFA. And when you do that, you get $150 value absolutely free. You get a discount on the machine and you also get a free air test to test your home before and after. It covers a thousand square feet. It is the best air purifier in the game. So if you have a lot of pets, if you have a dusty home, if you live in a dusty area, if you have asthma, if you have COPD, or if you have any kind of respiratory problem whatsoever, the home air purification system known as EnviroCleanse will change your life. Trust me. EKPure.com. Use the promo code LFA. Now move on. The invasion that Bill, that Ben Berkwam and Oscar Blue have been basically exposing for months thanks to RAV funding that. Got to give RAV at least credit for that. They've been exposing the invasion of the southern border. LFA TV is about to expose an invasion coming from a northern border. The other thing that we're exposing is who is in partnership with the federal government to house these people because there's money being made off of it illegally, which basically is the definition of human trafficking. But the city of Chicago is facing utter destruction right now, and it's by their own fault. Now, not only are there schools, not only are there hotels being completely overrun and filled to the brim with these cockroaches, and that's what they are, but now their police stations are being over, overtaken to and overrun too. Thank you to Drew Hernandez for this from Frontlines. Roll the clip. This is a police station in Chicago. Bus stations, police stations. They're literally taking over all of our taxpayer-funded institutions. Riddled with disease and sicknesses and illnesses that we haven't had in this country forever. STDs. And they're literally taking, folks, this is coming to a small town near you, period. And it is all because of Joe Biden and the radical left. Let me say that again. Joe Biden and the radical left. Somebody asked, why are they not in D.C.? That's right. Let's ship them all to D.C. Every state should ship them to D.C. if they can't ship them out of the country. Ship them right to the swamp. Why not? Why not? It's absolutely disgusting and sickening. Let's go to this next video. We got another one here. Thank you again, Drew Hernandez, for this. Uh, and roll it. 
just making themselves at home, setting up shop, taking over hotels, taking over police stations, taking over schools while kids are in class, taking over churches, taking over Catholic churches. It is a, folks, and this is setting up the summer of misery. We are about to see a summer of misery and and destruction and uh, uh, unlike anything we've ever seen in this country. I'm warning you right now, unlike anything that we've ever seen in this country. I want to roll this clip from Chicago uh, residents who are told that 250 to 500 illegals are coming to all their neighborhoods. And the Chicagoans are absolutely... P.O.'d, and rightfully so, Roland. ...is that we really establish that this is a humanitarian crisis, and we're here. South Shore residents responded with resounding rejection. While this crisis may constitute an emergency for the city of Chicago, it does not constitute an emergency for the South Shore community. Incoming migrants have overwhelmed district police stations by the hundreds. It's my turn. It's my turn. Hello. But city leaders could barely eke out a word of the details about a proposed respite center at the former South Shore High School. When it comes to the total number of people at South Shore at any given point in time, it is fluid. We'd start with 250, 500. How could you do that without consulting us? I am concerned with safety in the area. What's important is that so we really establish... So here we go, folks. Here's, here's my... Here's what we can do as citizens of small towns, suburbs, and even cities. Go... And all of you can do this. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to figure out a way to film people doing this, and we're going to put this together in my area. All you have to do is put together a petition in your town. Go to city board meetings, city hall meetings, whatever it is, school board meetings. Get as many people to sign your petition as possible. Take your petition to the city hall, to city, to the city meeting, city, uh, city council meeting. If you can get your city council to vote unanimously to put a restraining order on illegals uh, invading your town and being housed in your town, that is a legal precedent set. And that means that anybody that gets put in your town, you can legally, using your law of your town, get your police department to expel those people immediately. All you have to do is put together your own petition. You guys in your Republican Party in your towns, in your small towns, get thousands of people to sign and take it to the city council, get the city council to also vote on it and set up a restraining order about illegal aliens coming to your towns. That is the best way we can do it from the bottom up. It's the best way we can do it from the bottom up. Now, if your city's liberal, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But you've got to show them this truth. You've got, you've got to put together a video montage. You've got to put together maybe shows that I've done and show them what is happening. Show them how the hotels, the schools, and the police stations are being overrun. And sooner or later, it's just going to come to our towns. It's going to come to each and every one of our towns. If you can get your town to put a restraining order on those people, then you can stop them before they come in. And if they come in, you can expel them immediately. That's, that's one way we can fight. Now, I know there's going to be people on here that go, but Jeremy, we can't do that. I get it. Others can. Where you can do it, do it. And do it quickly, folks. Okay? Get your city councils to pass a resolution 
to get a restraining order on these illegal aliens. It's the best, it's the best thing that we can do as small town citizens, okay? We'll try to help you as much as we possibly can, but, I, but folks, this is going to be incumbent upon everyone to do it in their own towns, okay? It's the best thing I can say. Now, we're going to move on because we got to continue to talk about these illegals, and what you're about to hear is literally pure evil. Joe Biden, there's a leaked memo that just came out that shows that the Biden regime is going to end the DNA testing of children at the border to stop child trafficking. Now, if you don't know about this, President Donald Trump had a policy, and that policy was enacted to prevent child exploitation and trafficking by illegal aliens. And what he did was he took the DNA of all minors when they came across the border to prevent the child trafficking so that we could keep an eye on these children and so that we had a database of these children. Well, the Biden regime is going to end that DNA testing at the southern border to ensure that children will now be trafficked by the Mexican drug cartels. And this is according to a newly leaked U.S. Customs Border Protection memo. According to their new report, as many, of, as many as one in 10 children tested turned out to be related to the illegal aliens who were crossing with them. 30% of the children brought across the border are trafficked by people with zero relation to them. Many are raped, sold, and even killed. Trump was protecting the children. So all these people that say Trump was, oh, he was, he was a criminal. He was literally dividing children from their families. No, he was saving children. He saved 30% of the children that came across that border. And now the Joe Biden regime said, no, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to take away that DNA testing now. I wonder why. Because Joe Biden wants the cartels and the money that, they, that he and others are making off their pedophilia to continue. That's why. There's only one reason for it, folks. Only one reason for it. It's sick. It's evil. And it's demonic. Joe Biden continue the Trump era policy of getting the DNA of the children coming across the border so that we know whether they are being illegally trafficked or not. It's super simple. Hunter's the smartest guy that he knows though. Continuing with the illegal illegal aliens. While Ben and his team have done a great job showing you how they come to this country and who's at fault for it, we are going to continue to keep up on what's happening once they get to your states and your towns. Colorado Secretary of State's office has accidentally sent out postcards to 30,000 illegal aliens, encouraging them to register to vote. So how'd they get their addresses? Where are they? If they have a database of where all these illegal aliens are, we should be able to access them very easily through that and geo-tracking of their Biden phones, their Biden-Obama phones, to expel each and every one of them uh, town by town by town by town by town and ultimately when Donald Trump becomes back uh, gets back in the White House surely representatives of our own government would never intentionally encourage illegal voting right they wouldn't do that in the Democratic Party right but somehow the Colorado Secretary of State sent 30,000 illegal aliens postcards encouraging them to register to vote and then they blamed the era on a database glitch it's always a damn database glitch isn't it It seems like we cannot even rely on our own technology anymore. The office of the Democrat Secretary of State, Jenna Griswold, who, by the way, is a criminal and needs to be tried for her treasonous crimes, insisted that none of the non-citizens will be allowed to register to vote if they try. Yeah. How many of you think that's actually a thing? Hmm? Hmm? 30,000 in one state already. How many of these 
10 million illegal aliens are going to get that same glitch postcard in each state. You want to know something even worse than that? If we're keeping people on a magnifying glass, I've got nine minutes here that I've got a lot of stories to get through, so I can't give you the meat and potatoes of each story, but I can give you the headlines. I can give you the headlines that mainstream media won't give you so you can go in and research it yourself. How about this one? New York Democrats just voted to give the state free reign over minor children. The New York State Assembly, so-called health committee, they voted yes to allow minors to take drugs with no parental consent. I've got the video here of some, bu- some protesters here that are blowing the lid wide off the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, pretty soon you are not going to have the rights to your children, and the state is going to have all the rights. Roll this clip. You guys are so full of crap. So full of crap. Who do you work for? Do you work for the people? Do you work for the government? What are you guys doing? Some of us here lost our job with this, and you guys don't even care. And you can afford that. You can afford to All right, so I've got a solution, ladies and gentlemen. I've got a solution. The left is very, very, very successful in doing two things. Number one, they're very successful at taking small wins in multiple bills that get them to one giant win. Republicans are absolutely stupid. Republicans won't take small wins. They want the big wins. Hence, we never get anything when it comes to voting or bills. That's one thing the Democrats do and do right. Here's another thing that Democrats do and do right. Ain't no rest for the people that go against their narrative. Meaning if, the, if a Republican or somebody goes against their narrative, they're at their houses, they're at their places of work, they're harassing them, they're making sure that their lives are absolutely miserable. Do you know whose life is never absolutely miserable outside of their own soul? Is a Democrat, a Democrat politician and a Democrat lawmaker. Their lives are absolutely never miserable because we have never, ever, ever engaged in making their lives absolutely miserable. I think we need to do that. Not all of us. I think we need to have our own teams of people who literally make these people's lives an absolute living hell. And you can't tell me that there's not people out there in the Republican Party that would be absolutely willing to do this. I know tons. So I think it's time that we organize and do the same thing. I think we stay outside these people's homes, stay outside their works, stay outside all of their public places and let them know, hey, no rest for the wicked. I think there's a song, isn't there, Eli? Ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees. I got bills to pay. I got mouth to feed. And ain't nothing in this world for free. I think it's time to give them a little taste of their own medicine. Amen? Just an idea here. Moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Lake lost her appeal in Arizona. I am devastated by that news. Obviously, the lawyer, I mean, obviously the judge is completely corrupt because they showed proof that over 274,000 signature verifications were invalid. And at least 74,000 of them were not even remotely the same signature. And she lost her appeal. The news came out this morning. Makes me so incredibly mad that so much of our country is absolutely compromised. Arizona judge dismissed Carrie Lake's challenge of the 2022 gubernatorial election against Katie Hobbs. 
Maricopa County Supreme Court Judge Peter A. Thompson ruled Monday that Lake failed to prove misconduct from members of any state election board, let alone misconduct that could have impacted the election results. So you mean to tell me that that video that I showed you of that person just going click, 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 that wasn't misconduct? You've got to be out of your cotton-picking mind. However, Carrie Lake is going to have a press conference at 1 p.m. today, and she said that there's big news coming from that news conference, big announcement. So either she's going to announce that she's running for state Senate, which they'll just steal from her anyway, unless the uh, state legislature can uh, succeed in getting rid of the machines and, stop, and, and, and stopping the ballot harvesting there, which they, they say they're going to do. Or she's going to announce that she's going to run with Donald J. Trump for vice president. Anybody want to take a bet? Anybody want to take a bet on that? I bet she announces that she's going to run for state senator. Look, I would like to get into this and talk about this right now and express my disgust, uh, but I think we all share the same disgust, right? The fact that this judge did this, again, don't make his life easy, Arizonans. Go to his, go to his home. They do it to Justice Kavanaugh. Go to his public places. Make his life an absolute living hell. Look, if we are not willing to play on the same playing field as the other team, as the opponents, then we're going to lose every time. We have got to get tougher Republicans. And anybody that's willing to do this and puts together a group, tell me. I'll raise the money. I'll get a plane ticket. I'll fly out there with you, and I'll stand right outside that judge's home with you. How about that? There you have my, you have my, my promise in that. Okay? It's like make his life a living hell. And, I, and I'm curious to see what happens. Uh, if you stay tuned here on LFA TV, ladies and gentlemen, um, Stay tuned right here on LFA TV, and, you, and we'll, we'll keep you up to date on what happens with Carrie Lake. But you know what? She has fought her butt off, hasn't she? She's fought her butt off. Eli, can you take Mike Crispy's show coming up, put it in the chat thread and the lower comment section so people have access to Mike Crispy's show? Ladies and gentlemen, speaking of things coming, uh, announcements coming, James O'Keefe, O'Keefe Media Group, he put out a video. Apparently, he is going to be confronting John Fetterman, and he put this beautiful little nugget out. Roll the clip. Hiding in the bathroom. He's hiding in the bathroom. John Fetterman. We shall wait for him. O'Keefe Media Group. I don't know what he's about to do, but it's something, ladies and gentlemen. He's uh, dressed like John Fetterman, got the Carhartt sweatshirt on and everything. Folks, we have 1,260 likes. If you have yet to like this video, please, if uh, I'm going to send you a reminder, please reach down, click that thumbs up, okay? Click that thumbs up. Mike Crispy on Afraid comes up next. I've got one more sponsor to talk about, and then I've got one more quick story, and that's this, ladies and gentlemen, Field of Greens, fieldofgreens.com. I'm now into my lemon lime, which is this one right here. This is the one that I'll be drinking on today, my lemon lime. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're looking for what God intended for you to put into your body for a food source, then look no further than Field of Greens. It's got every bit 
of supercharged superfood vegetables and fruits, everything that you would get. And they were clinically handpicked. The best fresh fruits and vegetables for your body to clean you out, keep you pure, uh, clean your lymph node system out. They were all medically and clinically picked to be put in each one of these jars of Field of Greens. It's super simple. It's a lot cheaper than buying what you would need to get the same result in real food. And it's basically the real food just crushed up in a powder form. Boom. You put it in. You put the water in. You drink it. And in six months' time, you're a completely different person. I promise you. I promise you. Fieldofgreens.com. Take the challenge today. Join us. Go to fieldofgreens.com. Use the promo code LFA. Get yourself 15% off your first order and join in today. That's fieldofgreens.com. Now, to end you out on a somewhat of a happy note, Disney has begun their third round of layoffs, and this round is 2,500 more cuts, ladies and gentlemen. And it will, when it's all said and done, they will have upwards of 10,000 jobs lost. Look, you go woke, you go broke. Disney has just launched its third round of layoffs, which will be 2,500 people. Ladies and gentlemen, Continue your boycott of Bud Light. Continue your boycott of Disney. And continue your boycott of Target. Because yours truly might just be going to Target with a video camera this week, 30 minutes from my house. I'm just saying. Folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please like the video on your way out. Thank you all for being here. You're wonderful. You're the best. There's nobody like you. Okay, you're the best. I'll see you in Mike Crispy's comment section. God bless you guys. Thank you very much. Continue to like on your way out and keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. I'll see you guys at 5 p.m. God bless. Peace. Rainbow.